combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. A big weekend in harness racing coming up in New South Wales and for New South Wales with uh, the Renshaw Cup meeting out of Penrith this evening. It looks to be a really, really even Renshaw Cup this year. $50,000 on offer. The emergency 15 A's is not required. So the original field as put together will line up behind the starter tonight. That's race number five over the 25-25 metres. There's also the Trotters Cup uh, amongst a few other really solid races on the card. So eight races tonight from Penrith there. Biggest night of the year. The first getting underway at 6.07. We also have a nice precursor to that with Tamworth this afternoon. Eight races there also. The first getting underway at 1.01. We'll then look to the west tomorrow night. We're in the fast class event out of Gloucester Park. We'll get to see Spirit of St. Louis line up for uh, his preparation uh, towards the Nullarbor next Friday night. He's going to have a run tomorrow night around Gloucester Park. Jack Callaghan will take the reins. He'll go around at prohibitive odds, but he is having uh, a bit of a, an eye opener or a look to uh, the track that is Gloucester Park tomorrow night just to make sure that he's uh, fully ready to go come that $1 million feature. So that's race five. It'll actually be early tomorrow evening, Sydney time, 5.53 local time, 7.53 out of Sydney for Spirit of St. Louis, race five, number three at Gloucester Park. And then Saturday night, it's a big night out of Wagga, uh, the Riverina Championships to take place. $100,000 a piece for the Mayors and the Entites and Geldings. Also, the Wagga Paces Cup as part of a nine-race card. The first there at 5.19. And markets are open for those races that I've just alluded to. Of course, the entire card for tonight's Penrith event uh, are open now. The Renshaw Cup sees naturally gifted as the $2.70 favourite, 310 into 270. Sicario has been well backed, particularly in the last 24 hours or so. Seven into five now into 440. Heaven on High has been the big drifter, 310 out to 550. Porter Prince, much the same, and I guess they bring similar. Uh, I guess, form lines and uh, a similar path to this race, Heaven on High and Port-au-Prince. Port-au-Prince has also been easy, 460 out to $6. A little bit of support around for Pete said so, uh, and much the same for gliding away, $17 into 12 now. Uh, when it comes to the Riverina Championships on Saturday night, markets for the two features there have been open uh, for a few days now, where Soho Histori is favourite in the Mayor's Division at 250 over Madrid, 320, Tay Tay, 340, and double figures for every other runner. And in the Entites and Geldings, much the same, better isolate has been favourite right throughout, 210 and solid. Lightning Dan, $5 alongside my ultimate Ronnie. Tasty Delight has been popular enough as well. And we're speaking of Penrith and uh, Wagga this morning and when we speak of Gloucester Park this man's going to be there next Friday night to partner up with Better Zip It in the Nullarbor. I'm speaking of Cam Hart and he's got a busy time before then and he's got a few key chances in feature races as well so we appreciate him joining us this morning. Thanks for your time Cam, how are you? Yeah, good morning Bruno, I'm good. Busy few days upcoming, but I just wanted to jump back to last Saturday night and we're speaking of the Nullarbor and it's great to have three New South Wales representatives in this year's edition, but uh, your steer, better zip it, went around in the fast class on Saturday night at Menangle, 148 and 6. Did he even surprise you? Yeah, he did a little. Obviously, I know how talented the horse is, but 
probably just surprised me more the fact that he's doing it quite comfortable. So, um, yeah, he seems to be in a good place and, um, yeah, hopefully he's settling in well over in WA. He looked a completely different horse to what we saw on Miracle Mile Night. On Miracle Mile Night, he got out in front and had a good gawk and look around, but he looked all racehorse there last week. Yeah, that's right. He just had his head in the game and, like you said, he was, had a few tricks up his sleeve that night and looking around, but he just, yeah, he was really in the zone on Saturday and, you know, he put in a really good performance. So he's obviously right where you want him ahead of next Friday night for that uh, Nullarbor. I guess Gloucester Park, you never really know until you get there, but I would assume uh, he wouldn't be going if he didn't didn't think that he's going to get around the track and uh, he gives every interpretation that the tighter turning circuit should be no issue. Yeah, that's right. He's, you know, a really good steering horse and, um, yeah, I think he's a pretty good gaiter and all that, so I don't think it'll worry him too much and, you know, he seems to be pretty much a pretty, like, professional sort of horse that way, so I expect him to get around it quite good. Have you worked out his best pattern yet? Because we've seen him now lead and go 48, uh, and despite the fact that it was his lone defeat, his sectionals in a sprint qualifier for the Miracle Mile were exceptional. How would you like to drive him next week? It's obviously going to be very much draw dependent, but uh, if the perfect scenario played out in your mind in next week's Nullarbor, what would that be? Yeah, I'd love a good draw and to be straight on the front end, I think, um, you know, around the half-mile track, I think that's going to be a massive advantage. So I think, um, you know, if you could get, get the front there, you'll take a lot of running down. But, you know, I think he's just as good with a sit as well. It's just um, probably with the half-mile track, you know, being in front will be, yeah, that probably a little bit more of an advantage. Well, that's next Friday night. So we're on the countdown now towards the first running of the Nullarbor for $1 million out of Gloucester Park. And the barrier draw will come through uh, next Tuesday afternoon. That's going to be really intriguing. Let's focus on, I guess, the more immediate future. And you head to Penrith tonight. You start off in race number two with Smirks like a boss. He's first up now as a three-year-old. He did a really good job as a two-year-old, this horse. Last time we saw him was in the Breeders' Challenge final. I watched his trial. What did you make of it a few weeks ago? Yeah, I was pretty happy with his trial. I didn't sort of want to do too much with him. I just let him follow him around and he felt quite good. And, yeah, he was a handy little two-year-old and feels like he's come back just as good. So I think from the barrier, he's going to be pretty tough to beat in this race. He comes up with the ace gate there and does look well-placed. Uh, Gate speed was there as a two-year-old, so and he raced at Penrith and raced with quite good success as well. So there doesn't look to be too many negatives for him tonight at the short price. Yeah, he probably looks my best of the night, to be honest. And, yeah, like you said, he's got good gate speed, and I think he's going to probably take luck out of the equation from that barrier and be too good. All right, that's race two tonight out of Penrith on Renshaw Cup night. Race number four, you partner up with Robbie Rocket here. You haven't sat behind him in the past, but you would have seen a little bit of him now. He drops back from Menangle grade. He's got a, a nice draw on paper, so he looks a, a solid enough chance. Yeah, I think from the draw, he's probably a good top three chance. Um, thought his effort at Menangle when he, when he ran fourth last start was really good. They went 51 on a really wet track, and he wasn't far away, so... I think JOK is a really classy horse, so he probably looks really hard to beat, but I still think uh, we're a good top three, hope, from that draw. We'll move across to the big one now, the Renshaw Cup, and you were engaged to drive a few here, Naturally Gifted and Sicario. It must have been a tough decision. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I just Sicario's been going really well at the moment, so I was Naturally Gifted, so it made it hard, but 
um, as you know, like Jason gives me a lot of good drives and I try and stick with him as much as I can and that's probably more what it come down to tonight. Is naturally gifted your biggest threat tonight, do you think? You know him so well now, you know what he's capable of. Yeah, I think so. From the draw, um, you know, much to like Gloucester Park sort of racing Penrith and, you know, from that draw, he looks like he's probably going to be able to hold up and he's a really talented horse and he's going well at the moment, so he's probably going to take a lot of catching. Interested on your thoughts on Naturally Gifted, and we'll talk about Zicario himself shortly, but going back to a few runs ago when he was in the gold chalice and he led, he probably didn't look as, as sharp. He looked like he got out in front and had a, a little bit of a look around. So is he a natural leader at this point in time, particularly in this grade? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, once something gets up there and wants to race him, he'll switch on. And, um, you know, I don't think that's going to be a bad thing, um, you know, being a little relaxed over the 2,500. Um, so I think, yeah, that's not probably going to worry him tonight. What about Sicario? You've got the second row draw, which is always tough to overcome around these tracks in better quality fields. You've been driving him pretty conservatively of late, um, more often than not due to barrier draw, and he's been racing extra well. Uh, how do you drive Sicario tonight? Because I guess in, in this style of race, you, you're going to have to probably take some luck out of the equation at some point in time. Yeah, it's just, um, you know, probably like a lot of races, I'm just going to have to see what the tempo of the race is. And um, ideally, I'd love to just come with one run. He just seems to be really racing well and relishing that kind of style of race. But He's definitely, you know, been there and done that. So he's more than capable of making a mid-race move if the tempo drops out of the race. But, um, yeah, I think that's a big advantage to him. He's sort of, you know, got plenty of experience on his side and, um, you know, he's more than strong enough to make a move if I have to. All right, that's tonight's features, the Renshaw Cup. Really interesting race, a good mix of youth and experience. We move across to the Trotters Cup and you've got Vic Sun engaged here. Uh, he looks as though in what's a very, very, I should say she looks as though in what's a very, very even race, she could bob up and win it, but probably the entirety of the field could say that. Yeah, that's right. You know, these stand starts over a long trip at Penner, if anything could pop up probably, but, um, you know, you know with Vic Sun, she's going to step well and put herself in a good spot. So, you know, she's going to have to be a top three hope again tonight. And in the seventh race, you've got War Club engaged here. Tough Gate looks to be a, a smart enough one in role with Sloy, which looks the horse to be. And Memphis Fury as a two-year-old has probably created quite a good impression early on in its career. So from the draw, looks tough for War Club, but never seems to run a, a bad race, this guy. Yeah, that's right. He, he went quite well last start. He got a long way back and moved well down the back and just got a bit tired up the lane, but um, you know, if he could get a track up into the race with Rollers Sloy there, you know, he's going to be pretty close. And, um, yeah, it's just Memphis Fury probably throws in a little bit of a curveball being a two-year-old but seems to have a good ability from a good draw, so he might take some running down. But, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the way War Club's going, so I think he'll be you know, a good top three, I hope, there. OK, that's Penrith tonight. We'll move across to Wagga on Saturday night for the Riverina Championships. You've been successful at this card of racing for the last few years. You'll be looking for more feature success and you've got two really good hopes in both of the editions. In the Mayor's final, Tay-Tay has the extreme gate to overcome, but I guess the positive is that a lot of your major dangers are back there with you. What did you make of her heat performance when she was a beaten favourite? 
Yeah, I was really happy with the way she finished off. It just, um, you know, the race tempo probably didn't suit her and she was in a bit of a tricky situation there. But, yeah, I'm happy that they're probably, you know, they're back there with me in this race and probably gives a really good chance to, you know, um, come over the top. So you, you I guess, uh, thinking that you'll drive her for her speed, the, the middle trip makes things interesting. And I guess the fact that all of the horses off the front row uh, probably just like a, a little bit of that class at the top end uh, from what we've seen from them so far. Is there any thought process as to making an early move or is it, I guess, the same thing as we spoke about with Sicario? It's just going to be tempo dependent. Yeah, it's probably just going to be tempo, um, you know, see what, what the speed's like and she certainly can do a little bit of work, but, um, you know, her main asset's her speed, but... Um, yeah, like you said, it's these races are a little bit tricky with probably the little, you know, the gap in uh, class, you know, the front line, you know, if you can get around them, but it just depends what, you know, Soho, Historia and Madrid do early as well, if they can keep inside me or, yeah, it's just a very tactical thing in these sort of races and we'll just have to see how it pans out. Okay, that's Tay-Tay and the Mares. And I think this is a great race, the Antis and Geldings. You're aboard my ultimate Ronnie. He was great first up for a you know a good month and a bit between runs in his heat performance in the quicker heat uh, coming out of a Chariots of Fire where he was a little bit unlucky not to finish any closer. He looks a great chance. Yeah, I was super happy with his heat run and he probably needed that run a little bit and I was lucky enough to settle close enough where I could just drive him with one run and... I think he'll definitely be peaking for this. And, yeah, I wouldn't want to swap him for any other horse in this race. It's a really strong race, but I think he's going well. He is so versatile, whereas maybe a few of his rivals might be a fraction one-dimensional. Better Isolate is an interesting horse. He was exceptional last week, and he's just got such high speed. So I would assume, if you could, you'd like to put a, a little gap between him and you at some point in time. Yeah, that would be handy. Um, yeah, much like Tay-Tay, it's... They're tricky races and you kind of just got to drive what's in front of you. But it would be nice to be able to get forward and, and get in you know, in front of a few of those main dangers. And such a quick horse, better isolate. So if it's sitting close, it's going to be dangerous. But yeah, we'll just see how it plays out. And finally, just wanted to ask about the Wagga Paces Cup. You're going to take the reins aboard about time here at the short course. You would expect with the River in a pace by being such a quick circuit that they could run some real time again here, much as they did last year when uh, they broke 150. You've got about time. He's probably with the conditions of the race not that well fared for, being drawing out wide and outside of quite a few of these horses that have been there and done that. But he was excellent two starts ago when you took the reins behind him. Uh, what do you think of his chances in the Paces Cup? Yeah, he's going really well. He's you know, his last couple of starts have been huge and, um, you know, I think if he uh, drew, you know, a bit better, he, he would have took a lot of catching and probably put up a good mile. But um, it's a quality field and tough draw, but I think he's still going to be in the race. It's just I'm not sure where he'll end up from that draw. Yeah, interesting race. Very Tinkerbell has early speed. We know where you've been bopping is a go-forward type. Max Delight, Cranbourne both possess really good gate speed as well, so it could set up... It's a very quickly run race, the Wagga Paces Cup. That's race number six. You've got quite a few opportunities at uh, the highest level over the next few days, Cam, which is your best chance of bringing home a feature, do you think, whether it be tonight at Penrith in the Renshaw Cup or Saturday night at Wagga? Yeah, I think uh, Tay-Tay probably, yeah, I think she's the class mare in that. And um, 
I think that might show uh, race night. All right, that's race number four, the Brute Civil Riverina Championship Mayor's Final at Wagga on Saturday night for $100,000. Best of luck over the next few days, Cam, and particularly next week heading across to Perth uh, for the Nullarbor, the first running. Enjoy the experience, and uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, thanks, Brett. Cameron Hart joining us this morning, the premier driver in New South Wales, and uh, he looks to have a few really solid hopes for feature race success over the next few days before he heads west uh, for his first opportunity around Gloucester Park and a pretty big opportunity too for $1 million in the Nullarbor next Friday night. Best of luck to all connections tonight at Penrith. A great card of racing, particularly that Renshaw Cup. That's race number five on the card. Eight races out of Penrith tonight. Eight races from Tamworth today. Plenty of harness racing to tune into across New South Wales. A very happy Easter as well. Hopefully there's a few winners amongst the next few days of racing.